Hey, my guest today is Ralph Simons, who has a passion for watches since he was 10 years old when his father brought home his very first luxury watch. He got a chance to peek inside, and as a result, he loved it. Since 1999, he's worked in the luxury jewelry industry, and today he is the North American CEO of Chopard. Chopard. Chopard, a company that is world-renowned for its luxury watches, jewelry, and accessories. I'm talking about some of the biggest stars in the world on the red carpet wear their jewelry. His extensive international experience in general commercial and marketing management and is joining us today to give us an inside glimpse into his luxury world. Hey, welcome, Ralph. He's one of the world's most respected business experts, Jeffrey Hazlett. I want to take you behind the scenes on what's happening in business today. And whether you're on Main Street or Wall Street, we're going to find out the secrets behind their success. This is All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett, brought to you by Fortinet. Hey, first question. You got into this business because your dad gave you a watch. Is that uh, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Sort of. He didn't give me a watch, but he brought home a watch from uh, from a brand that he started distribu- distributing uh, in Amsterdam when we were still living there. And that watch was something very special, and that uh, that uh, triggered my uh, interest in. Now, why in, was in that? Why was that so special? It was a watch with the perpetual calendar functionality, mm-hmm. all mechanical. So it was, uh, it, it, I mean, I was 10 years old. It was in 1985. Watch, mechanical watches was not a big thing at that time. Yeah. Uh, so if you have a, a, a very small m- a mechanical device completely made by hand that is capable of showing the time, um, day, date, etc., for the next 500 years without correction, uh, that, that, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it kind of so, got your attention. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. Was it was it just a special watch that he had at that time? He was just selling those watches? That was what he was doing? He was uh, yeah, he was selling those watches. Did, yeah. He did the distribution for mm-hmm. for this brand in uh, in in the market. Mhm. Yeah. So you know, it was it's been interesting because when I told people that we were going to do this show, I don't always get a lot of questions from fans, but this one I got a lot of questions for, and I which is surprising. I didn't expect that it, uh, because it, luxury brand. And typically, mm-hmm. you know, I do have a lot of folks in terms of luxury following and, yep. and, and so forth. But watches themselves are kind of a, a niche. And I won't even say a niche because it's a big market. It is. Yeah, and absolutely. a lot of guys, buy, not buy one, buy many of them, right? Uh, totally, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The collecting watches to, uh, is, is, has become a trend, yeah. uh, but it's, it seems like it's a sustainable trend, uh, whatever Apple or any other smartwatch uh, a company will do. I think the high-end watch uh, world, high-end watch business, will not be so much affected by uh, by that. Um, it's kind of immune from from uh, the market. I mean, I'm sure it's not fully immune. But if you are used, if I mean, if you have, if you are a watch collector, or even if you have two, three high-end watches from some good brands that mm-hmm. are like 10, 15, 20. Thirty thousand dollar. Yeah. Um, I mean, you didn't you buy that to show to tell you the time. Yeah. Because you could bought a ti- you could have bought a Timex for twenty five dollars. Yeah. Um, so that's not the point. Are the they still even around, Timex? Um, I think so. I think so. I, I don't so. even know. It's kind of an interesting. It was a you know daily brand that we used to always know when we were growing up. Obviously. I think they missed the smartwatch trend. Yeah. You could say that. Boy, you know what? <laughs> 
<laughs> Nicely done. Yeah, it was a backhanded slap, and I didn't even see. No, it not, that was not very, like that. But yeah, I mean, but, it's it's that it's that price point which yeah. is affected by 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 by, by, the by six seven hundred dollar watches. Yeah. Um, but if you're wearing your your status symbol around you your wrist. You can say your brand. You should say yeah, your no, brand. Yeah, no, Shopar or yeah. I mean, or any other brand. Yeah, or any high-end brand. Yeah, exactly. I'm buying it for, you know, especially for men, right? Mm-hmm. For men, we, you know, like, and I'm not knocking women because I don't, I don't knock women, but, you know, I mean, they're buying different types of fashions and you can say a lot of women spend a lot of money and time on shoes and I'm not just mm-hmm. saying that. It's a fact, right? And the women in the room are shaking their heads, right? Right now that we're doing the thing, yep. uh, doing, the, doing the show. But for men, we don't, I mean, yeah, look, I wear custom-made jackets, but then I wear jeans and boots. And about the only, you know, the real only thing I can show off with is a watch, right? Exactly. Which I do, which exactly. I'm wearing Chopar as well. Well, I mean, and you're, I, and I you're, mean that's a big thing for me. I mean, it's, and people know, I'm sorry, I'm excited. Now you, now you got me excited. Cause, Good. But people, but they notice that. Men, yeah. Other men notice. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they, they, they say things when they yeah. see my watch. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's your watch in your car, and you can't bring your car into inside the restaurant. <laughs> right. So, and your watch, you can't. Yeah. So, if you look and at I it think that it, way. I think it's become more of a personal identification than even your car, it right? Is. Well, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, in New York City, maybe especially in New York yeah. City. But even look, I'm from South Dakota. I got a pickup truck. It's you know, it's it's like 15 yeah. years old, crack windshield. Yeah. But I wear an I wear a watch that's more expensive than my truck. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a big difference. It is. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah, it's even true. when I'm home, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't I don't dumb it down. I, it's it's something I've earned, and yep. you, you should show it, right? I totally agree. Hey, what? Let me especially ask you. if it's a Chopin. Yeah, well, especially mm-hmm. if it's a Chopin, and I, that's why I was so pleased to have you on the show because I, I'm a big fan. Thank you. And the company's been around for a long time. Yeah. Right? I mean, a family owned, still family owned. Yeah. When did it start? 18... 1860. Yeah, eighteen. So it's 155 years. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And still, the family members are involved. Are they involved in the day to day everything? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's the it's not the Chopin family, but the the, the Schäufele family. A German family based in Geneva, Switzerland. They took over the company in 1963 from the Chopin family, mm-hmm. and ever since they have owned it. And yeah, but that's uh, decades. I mean, that's, that's yeah, yeah, it's, it's uh, almost one third. Yeah, yeah, one th- yeah, over one no, third absolutely. of the company. So that's a very special. That that makes it a very special company because there's very little uh, brands left in in Switzerland. The, with this, uh, with this stat, st- uh, stature and with this prestige and I would say it's a pedigree. It's a really exactly. pedigree that are still family owned. Yeah. So, is it make it um, now? You've worked in the luxury business pretty much most of your career, as mm-hmm. I look over the number of years you've been in. Correct. It. And uh, is it is it make it more difficult or easier to work with a family owned business? That's a setup question because you're not going to say it's really bad. I would think. Um, yeah. yeah. If not, the boss is listening, if I, if yeah. I would, not on radio. But <laughs> exactly. No, but I have no, I have no reason to because um, it's. Uh, I mean, every every what, whatever type of structure a company has, there's always challenges. Obviously, yeah, always. Um, but I think the um, the fact that the, the 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 people that have. I mean, the way I look at it, you know, we have we have a number of collections: the Happy Diamonds collection, the the, the classic racing collection. Yeah, it's yeah because it's not just well, that's on the watch side, right? Yeah, yeah. And then but, the but, jewelry, of course. Yeah, and then you have the jewelry because yeah. you have a lot more products. And I didn't know that; mm-hmm. I just knew knew it for the watches. Yeah. And then, but when I started going in to say, "Hey, which watch do I want?" Mm-hmm. Oh, wow, they have all, they have cufflinks, oh, yeah. they have cologne, it's a very they have white, a pen, uh, white pens, you know, yeah. and everything. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But 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 what makes it special is the f- the fact that. The, the people that have designed uh, or, or launched and designed those collections, which are now have grown into iconic collections, those same people are still at the helm of the company. 
So you know that in in most uh, um, companies that are on the stock exchange, that's not they the move case. around. The designer uh, that designed that collection uh, 50 years ago is uh, is has already done uh, five other gigs. So that's that's the the the, the continuity, uh, the consistency. Um, and of course, also the the passion that the family has uh, for the company and for the business is is something very special, and that you only experience that in a in a, in a family-owned company. But this so. is we speak family-owned, but this is a luxury business. I mean, yeah. it's 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 not your low end; it's your high end. No, sure. Right. Sure. Is it is it tougher to work in the in that luxury side of the business? Depends on how you mean tougher. Yeah, in what way? Let's think about how you're you're positioning and so forth. Is it is it is it different than positioning regular products? Of course products? it is. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so what do you go in? What what's the mindset when you when you're looking at targeting in those customers? Um. Well, the mindset is. I mean, luxury has become more and more about an experience. People that are are wealthy, they have they have they have money to spend. They can they travel, they drive a beautiful car, and they probably have multiple. Um, and and when they buy jewelry or or, or watches, uh, of course, it, the, the 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 brand, the image of the brand needs to speak to them. It needs to do something for them. They need to have an emotional connection. So of course, when you market the product, when you do advertising, PR, um, uh, these kind of interviews, you know, people need to feel. Uh, attracted mm-hmm. um, but then the moment they walk into the store they they expect a certain level of service and the the, the, the experience that you provide as a brand um, the personal approach um, uh, really going above and beyond when people walk into the store whether they walk in for a five thousand dollar piece of jewelry or a piece of, of high jewelry of, of, of half a million dollars or more uh, the, we that that is really our main target, our main goal to provide these clients or potential clients with the highest level of service. Mm-hmm. Um, on top of that, uh, you know, watches that we produce, of course, they are unique in their design and, and the story behind it. But quality-wise, you there's a lot of brands that are very comparable, that are price-wise comparable. Um, so there's. Beyond just the product, there is also uh, much more we can do in terms of providing an experience. For instance, our sponsorship of the Mille Miglia uh, yeah. race in mm-hmm. Italy, which yeah. we've been sponsoring for the last 27 years. Wow. So we are really very uh, uh, strongly tied with that race, with that event. A perfect opportunity to bring clients and to let people uh, experience a, a unique event like that from close by. The same with the Cannes Film Festival, uh, which we've been sponsoring for 18 years, or this is going to be the 18th year. Uh, the Oscars. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I was just, when I pulled up some of the things, I was looking at the diamond necklace that was worn uh, by Jennifer, Jennifer Lawrence. Lawrence. I mm-hmm. mean, that was unbelievable. That thing was, yeah. that was, I mean, 74 carat strand of 150 diamonds you talk about oh yeah it's amazing there had to be like seven security officers running around her at any given moment right yeah no absolutely so this was a few days at the golden globes yeah Yeah. i mean uh, chopin over the years has really uh, come to own the red carpet on all these important uh film uh film event movie events and how do you do i said look i'm a marketer Mm -hmm. you know as uh, through my career and i know how to do some of those Mm -hmm. i've not done it that way 
way. No. How, how do you do that? You, 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 it has to be almost a calling. It isn't so much you get to say, here it is. They got to want to wear it because they can wear anything they want. Of course. Right? No, I mean, they true. get the choice. They get sure. the choice of anything they want, but yet Absolutely. they're picking you. So why is that? Um, well, there's multiple reasons. I mean, the fact that we have been involved in the in the in the in the movie world for such a long time, consistently mm-hmm. every year. I mean, uh, it, it's a uh, the motion picture is a is a is a passion of uh, Caroline Schäufele, one of the family members. Mm-hmm. So that's what initially uh, started it. Um, so we have, uh, you know, we have been involved more and more, and um, of course we have. Uh, uh, celebrities or, or stars that that purchase our products. Oh, it's everybody. I mean, Jane it. Fonda. Exactly. Uh, what's the Ronan? I can't remember her name. Ronan, the gal, Sarice uh, Ronan is another one that mm-hmm. I think I pronounced yeah. her name right. I'm I'm not the best person. I, all the business people I know, but you know, all the the, the movie stars. I'm like, who is that? Who is yeah. that? Who is that? But you know, Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, Jane Fonda. Come yeah. on. No, those are yeah, names that everybody. Uh, well, knows that's about. the the two absolutely. hot 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 people, and you yeah. got them. Yeah. Which no, is, absolutely. But what is an interesting story with the, mainly with the Oscars is that we really have a lot of the celebrities now coming to us mm-hmm. because uh, for the past uh, 12 years uh, the winners at least one winner at the Oscars was wearing a Chopin piece whether well, that it be makes a watch it for good or jewelry. Luck, right? So it really has become a lucky charm for uh, for for, <laughs> for for many of them. So they now la- when they're nominated they come to us first yeah. and they uh, I'm laughing a 2 million dollar lucky charm or yeah. 5 million dollar lucky charm or you know I mean, at know. that level it's yeah. uh, but, you know, there's it's, a lot at stake so it's a lot at stake exactly. Yeah. I mean and by the way the, to to look right that's part of their brand, right? Of course, you know, course. to stand out, to be that, to, to be that, to to convey their unique style and to be yeah. different than uh, than others. Um, you know, you, I, I, I'm just curious, how many flagship stores do you have here in North America? We have five boutiques uh, here in North America. Okay, where uh, are they located at? They are here in New York New City, Bar Harbor, South Coast Plaza, and that's uh, Orange County. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Las Vegas at the Wynn. Yeah. And um, the the last one we just opened uh, two months ago is in the, the River Oaks District in Houston, Texas. Oh wow, yep. that's a that's a very nice area of, of town. So yep. always yep. the highest quality, right? I mean, when you you just named, I I know where those properties are. That's like the top of the top. Of yeah. the top. I mean, yeah. you're not you're not uh, you're not cutting money on rent when you do that. No, yeah. that's that's not that's not our first our first goal. It's not, it's um, not. but of course, I, I mean, mean you got to manage your budget, right? exactly. Yeah. In the end, it's uh, we're not doing it just to have a beautiful boutique. We're but, doing it to to drive business. But you also have some other people who sell, man. Because I know there's uh, yep. I, there's somebody in Denver that sells for yep. you because I know yep. I picked up things there yep. before. Yeah, so, our, our network is a mix of our own boutiques and um, independently owned uh, high end retail stores. And even Neiman's and Saks, Neiman Marcus and Saks, are, uh, are, uh, have a few of their stores exclusively um, offering Chopin. What, what advice, uh, Ralph, would you give to... Oh, hey, before I do that, I want to talk, talk about luxury. i got to take a break for a second. Because if you're talking luxury, now I'm stretching it here. This is stretching, so let me do that. Uh, we're talking luxury, and every morning I enjoy a little cup of luxury every single day by picking up a Dunkin' Espresso. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same, but, you know, I'd almost call them. They're, they're really good. They're rich and decadent blends. Hit the spot every time. Head to your local Dunkin' today and pick up a fresh cup of brew because America and all business with Jeffrey Hazlett runs on Dunkin'. So there you go. That's a stretch. Come on. I know that's a stretch. <laughs> it yeah, it's all right. It man. We'll, we'll help those guys out. And, uh, very few people, I think, well, I don't know, maybe Jennifer Lawrence. She might be drinking Dunkin' coffee. You never know that. But she's for sure Oh man, I can't get over how much she wore. It's unbelievable. That was that was, that was pretty cool. What was. can what can someone, what can a smaller business learn 
in the, from the luxury business? Is it that experience that you talked about, or what is it? Well, I mean, experience is is is, is valuable in every it's in everything you yeah, do. Yeah. But you cannot uh, you can I mean you cannot speed up that process, right? You you gain experience over the yeah. days, weeks, months, years. Um, but you you guys deliver an experience. Well, you know, yeah. I, you know, I have a, a show par I watch and. And it's a statement, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but it's an experience because it's got so many other features and functions that yep. I don't have on. And I have some other luxury watches, too. I'm mm-hmm. kind of a, that kind of thing between cowboy boots and and I buy the high end cowboy boots and, mm-hmm. and, and even handmade and handmade mm-hmm. jackets. But then I also splurge with the watch and it Which but is it's also a, handmade. It, it, exactly. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forget about yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> and but it's just so good. I mean, yeah, it it's is. just so good to have that. I like how you say that. It is. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm serious. You know, I, I want to get back to fan questions because I thought the questions that came in were, were unbelievable. In fact, here's one from somebody I know is a CMO of a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar company. And I thought, wow, he's paying attention and you know goes with the brand, I guess. He goes, where, where do you, you personally, see time, mechanical key, timekeeping and complications in, say, 10 years' time with the Internet of Everything world on the cusp of nanite technology? I thought that was a pretty good question. He went on to say, Shopar, this is what he wrote. This is from Bennett Bayer, uh, um, who was a, a CMO of a Chinese company, um, living over in China, but I think he's back. I think he just came back right now. He said, Shopar excels at design. Can they continue to innovate, and where will that innov- innovation come from, materials, form factor, or something else? I thought that was a pretty doggone good question. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't. I wasn't expecting these question. kinds of questions. I got. We got some other ones that weren't as good, but that, that was pretty good. So is time he, is he the CMO of a multi-billion-dollar Chinese watch company? No, or? it's not. A, it's a technology company, and okay. I, you know, I, uh, I always mess up the name. But I'll try it. Yahweh. I think it's Yahweh or Huawei. Huawei. I think it's Huawei. Uh, Sounds about right. It's close Sounds enough. Right. It's close yeah. enough. I either said the name of uh, the right company or I just called somebody something, I think is probably what happened there. <laughs> but all right, on time, where do you see time going? Because the watch hasn't ch- – it. Uh, you're going to tell me it has changed a little bit, but fundamentally it's not changed a lot. No. So where do you see mechanical timekeeping and complication? I mean, most, most young people pick up the phone yeah. to, in order to take, you know, in terms of time. Yeah. I don't do that. I, I look at my watch. No, but it, it goes back uh, to what I said uh, earlier in the conversation. I mean, if you if you buy a twenty thirty thousand $30,000 watch or even a $5,000 watch, you're not buying that to read the time because you can see that on your phone. If you look around you, uh, almost no, everywhere there's a, a clock. it's a statement. It's, it's, it's a luxury that you, uh, you know, you, you, you buy something nice for yourself when you re- want to reward yourself. Because or, I can. Or when you, yeah. when you want to reward your wife or whatever. Or, or you know, somebody or else. if you As a gift, exactly. Right. So, um, and, and what I think is interesting is that in this age of technology and IT and of the latest gadgets and everything, um, a, a, a time a time piece and or 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 a high end piece of jewelry is um, in in that world. It's actually all about the the heritage and the the handcrafted uh, details. Um, I mean, the, the, you know, the, the, the our our brand has some capabilities of of certain techniques, decorations of dials. Um, uh, th- th- there's many many exp- um, examples. Um, which are a dying breed. There's no, there's no more 
people or there's maybe five or ten people in in the whole world probably or at least in switzerland that are capable of doing those kind of uh, decorations mm-hmm. um which which used to be very innovative innovative like 100 200 300 years ago so you know that's that's um that is also a form of luxury right mm-hmm. to still be able to do these kind of 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 of, uh, of things um and to take the time to do them and to uh, you know i mean there's watches that we have where we can really only produce five or ten a year just because of the limitations of the, the number the of people that can yeah. can do that and i mean that's not comparable to whatever high-tech latest uh, gadgets watch uh, phone whatever right. where where they uh, where there are banged out by the millions by robots in in a factory in deep deep uh, deep in china mm-hmm. so and and what is uh, what I, I referred to that a week ago it was somewhere else where i was speaking um um, uh, in in the um, what do you call it the Silicon Valley? Sorry, yeah. I had to sort of look for the word Silicon Valley. There are a few watch retailers uh, that sell Chopin among other brands. Mm-hmm. The, they are part of the most successful group of retailers that we have at the moment. Yeah, so even so in the, the techno- tech world, the technology guys they love the mechanical, well, uh, the high mech instead of the high. But tech. that's going to kill the next question, which was Josh Toddfeld. Todd, Josh is in television. I happen to know him personally, and and he asked the question: Is young people use their phones for timekeeping? Mm-hmm. Is that a threat to watches? Well, you, no. The answer is no, right? I mean, of course, I cannot look ahead fifty or a hundred years, right? The, I don't know. Well, maybe for cheap, maybe for cheap watches, inexpensive watches. I think so. I, you know, if I were buying an Apple Watch, I wouldn't buy an Apple Watch for the time. No. I'm buying it for the reminder, for the you know, f- to keep me up to date on my schedule yeah. or some quick access. That's what I'm buying it for. Yeah, I'm not buying it for. In fact, I even thought about wearing it on the other wrist for that, but then I don't want to look at it. You know, then it, it it looks stupid to me. You know, yeah. I have one on that, and then I have something that you know it's more expensive than my first house. Yeah. You know, on my other wrist. Well, so and uh, the, and the and the good thing is also uh, the good thing for us at least this mechanical automatic watch that that winds itself by you moving your wrist has a has a power reserve that's really if, as long as you keep moving then your watch will keep running <laughs> that apple it's watch green. you have to recharge every uh, every night yeah. for it to do what it uh, what it's supposed to do the next day which your phone also does for you and your assistant uh, in a way also does for you to remind you of your flight and your appointments and everything so um it's uh, you know wearing a mechanical watch is actually also saying like um i i have the time and i don't need like on every part of my body to be reminded of my next meeting my next flight my next this my next that i mean it's stupid you walk around with a watch you a phone your ipad your laptop your i mean how many how many screens do you need yeah exactly it's better to keep that real estate on the wrist for a beautiful mechanical watch and there's something to say about going back to the right things that that are constant yeah. in our life that have an emotion also i mean that's yeah. these are all emotionless yeah, we, we're, we're pointing at phones emotion, yeah exactly totally there's yeah. these are all emotionless products yeah. however nice they look because they become nicer and nicer yeah with they metal do and nice. sapphire and yeah. everything yeah. but it remains an emotionless product same. Here's another question, Mike Michael Perman. I, I'm I'm impressed by the fans that are huge brand right. advocates for your mm-hmm. Chopar because this is. He said first, please tell him I love the brand and have been collecting Chopar watches for 15 years! Exclamation wow. point. I I was blown away. This came in from That's from great Link, to hear. this came in from LinkedIn by the way. He goes, how many pieces do you manufacture per year? And he's got a number of questions, so I'm going to take one at a time. Do you, okay. So how many pieces do they manufacture per year? Um. We produce about 80,000 watches and about 80,000 pieces of jewelry a year. Wow. 
Yeah. But you, again, you also have other things. Yeah. Cuff they do links, accessories the as well. Correct. The Correct. cologne. Are you, do you wear the cologne? Are you uh, like a walking? Not, not no. at this moment, no. Not, but I yeah. do have a few bottles here, yeah, which I use. Yeah. 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 And you really like it. I mean, it's not like you know you're saying that because you're I was even if I didn't, I was not going to say that I didn't. <laughs> no, no. There's, I mean, there's a whole range of products. I no, don't but like I know all you, of them. I know you. You've but been in. There are a few that I like. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you. Yeah. You tell me if it. Was, yeah, I would. Yeah, I you would. would. Just you would. Offline. Me. Yeah, offline. There we go. Yeah. Our, uh, I like this one. Our, this is this is where he's going to get into it. He really wants to know the stuff inside. So, are all the show parts movements made in house? Again, from Michael Perman from LinkedIn, who uh, asked a fan question. Mm-hmm. Are they made in house? Um, a large part of them are made in house. Yeah. yeah. We have we have for the last ten years we have been focusing on uh, creating a vertically integrated production process. Which means that um, if you look at, for instance, at the gold production, we um, we have committed to acquire the gold from three uh, Fairmines gold mines in, uh, in in South America. So all the gold that comes out of those mines uh, is, is, is purchased by us. Mm-hmm. So we I mean we don't own those mines, but you could almost say we do. But you and you own the the output of the production. Exactly. And then it comes to the factory here in or not here, but in Switzerland, and um, we have our own gold foundry. So that means each step, and then from there, the entire production process uh, where gold is involved is entirely done in-house. Now, do you do, you do that in order to, for the cost or for the quality? I mean, it has benefits for all these for all these things. Cost-wise, mm-hmm. uh, we control the process. We can uh, we can uh, we produce our own watch cases for all our watches. Not only gold, but also steel and platinum. We produce our own cases. Uh, so all so the you're forging it there, yeah, making it there, yeah, yeah. stamping it, etc. Mm-hmm. So and then uh, also the the the, the stone setting, um, it, that's all done in house. And then if you look at the in house movements, because that's the the what the question refers to. So we have two factories where we produce in house movements. So at this point, our uh, almost all of our men's watches uh, um, contain an in house movement, a Chopar unique Chopar movement. And on the ladies' side, where this is all, where this has always been a less relevant, because women, in terms of watches at least, uh, they look more on the outside and not so much on the inside. Yeah. On watches, I'm mm-hmm. saying. Um, Do uh, the men look more on the inside? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So quartz, because of the mechanical. Yeah, side? because of the. I mean, that's I don't. I gotta tell you, I don't. I look at the face. I look at that. That the the, the sleekness, the look, the feel. I like. Gotta have a certain. It's your color. feminine side, then I guess. Nah, maybe so, or just I know what I like, yeah. right? And I know. No, what sure. I, yeah. But I mean, that, but that's the interesting thing Was about that a the dig? watch you world. You just took a dig at me. There's no, I didn't. Right there. Just yeah. kidding. As a friend, that's okay. I don't. Yeah. Care. No, but um, uh, there's also nothing wrong with having. No, a exactly side, not. Yeah, you don't care as long uh, as I'm buying it. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> no, but I mean, there is a whole world hidden behind the dial. Yeah, there you know? is. I mean, you the, flip that the thing mechanics, over, and uh, the I do three, four hundred components that are all put yeah. together by hand yeah. and all work together as a, as when an orchestra that, to, yeah. to 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 show the time. Um, it's that's that's something, and all handmade, and all handmade. Yeah. Exactly. So, and I'm getting more into this. Um, than I normally do in a show, but the, the, to be able to figure this out, I think it's because we learned something like, you know, in the gold, I didn't know you did that. So here's another question that Michael asked. I thought it was very good. Um, do you customize uh, their caliber, say, or do they customize their calibers from other movement manufacturers? That's what he wanted to know. Yeah. That must be an inside question. No, I mean, that's that's related to the same. So as yeah. long as we, for the watches that we don't use in-house movements, yeah. we use calibers that we, uh, that we um, acquire from outside suppliers mm-hmm. um, so and yes we do have a few 
uh, calibers that we uh, that we um, um, what did you import call import or yeah or that bring we, well no not import it's all Swiss made it's a hundred percent Swiss made but we we acquire them and then we from uh, other we, movement we, manufacturers we, exactly yeah. and okay. we adjust them according uh, to our needs and that could be a quality upgrade or it could be a functionality that we add or um, well you ask you this one you ask about scale because he wants to know how you're gonna add scale more. And he says, uh, you know, how do you how do you grow when you can only make a certain amount of movements a year? Um, that, that is an issue. It's a, uh, yeah, it, it is an issue in terms of uh, in terms of um, uh, watchmakers that can uh, that can produce and yeah. manufacture watches. But that's also a good thing for a luxury business too. Well, not not if there's not enough people. Mm -hmm. I mean, of course, if there's like thousands of people that want to work in that industry. No, I'm talking about the customer, the end user customer. It helps keep the mar keeps course, the price up of there. Of course, no, no, that's true. The, the rarity of the product that's up true. there to some extent. But on the other hand, I mean, if you want to run a company successfully, you have to keep growing. You have to grow. So what we do, we have multiple ways of doing that. But the main one, if it comes down to uh, to human resources, we have our own um, uh, watchmaking school in house, where we. Uh, educate our watchmakers. So we have people also that come not from a watchmaking background, but uh, any other background, and they want to, um, uh, you know, they want to be redeployed and they want to learn something else. And we have hired a few of those people, and they are some of our some of our best watchmakers now. I have to imagine that a l it's got to be a long-term employment for a lot of folks. There. Yes, yeah. I mean, most mo mo all many people do that all their life, all and they life. become better and better and better, and they can work on more complicated uh, movements and everything. So that's another great question that came in off of Facebook. It says, "How does Chopard get people to come back and buy more than one watch?" Um, well, first of all, by uh, by um, cr continuing to create. Uh, continue to, to develop our collection and create attractive new pieces. New pieces. And, and doing it right designs. the first time. Right? Sorry? Doing it right the first time. Well, yeah, we do it. But then, you, I mean, to, to keep people engaged and interested and excited, you have to continue to every year introduce yeah. something uh, something new. And the experience that I referred to earlier. I mean, Which is, people yeah. have an amazing experience. The brand experience. Yeah. 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 I mean, if it's show par. I mean, it, I mean, yeah. when I look at it, and I know the advertising you do, and yeah. you, you, when you but see that what your team has done, it, it's got a look. Sure. Yeah. No, it does. But but this experience, that I mean, you know, just being the brand that we are is not enough. No, it's, it's not it's, enough anymore. But it, it, but it never is. I mean, you got you have to be a promise delivered. Yeah. Right. You oh, have. Absolutely. I mean, you absolutely. say you look like this, but you know it's great yeah. to look like Jennifer Lawrence. But when you f when you put it on, yeah. Right. No, sure. Then you know it's a show part. You, kn you know that absolutely. it's got those brand answers. Absolutely. Hey, That's true. speaking of, of 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 luxury, I gotta jump in here with another commercial because I gotta get paid so I can buy another watch from Show Part. Okay. And I'm thinking about the cologne and the pen too. I, I gotta do that. All right. It's great to have the good folks from Liberty Tax on board. All business. Liberty's the fastest growing retail tax prep. And by the way, if you're buying Chopard, you're going to need a little taxes worked out so you can get, maybe you can get a good refund. You can go in. You're going to get a windfall. You can go in and buy. So you better, you better make a lot of money and you better have the folks at Liberty Tax help you out. So if you're looking to get into business or another service for your business or great tax prep services, look to Liberty. Okay. I, we're we're running short on time, but I want to be able to ask you some rapid fire questions, okay. all right? Because you're you're a very sophisticated business guy, and I I want to ask you some questions. I no one ever wins the rapid fire. Maybe okay. one person has, but we were must have been what was two. That? I can't even remember. I'm yeah. have to remember who it was. But I was very impressed. Oh, it was the guy minutes. from uh, the guy Jenna, my producer here. It was the guy from um, the points guy. Oh. 
Brian Kelly. Brian Kelly. He got him. But I thought they asked two easy questions because, all right, th- these are not as easy. All right, ready? Here we go. Who invented the modern watch? Yeah, see, it's tough. No idea. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a German clockmaker, Peter Hinlein. While other German clockmakers were creating miniature timepieces at the time, he uh, he most often gets credited. So that, okay. I have no idea. I've never heard of that guy, but okay. uh, we looked it up. Well, if okay. I don't win, at least I'll learn something. You know, that's what it's about. You know, we got to cause tension, right? It's, it's, exactly. it's, 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 I learn something when I when we do these. I learn a lot. Um, what is the study of timekeeping known as? Um, chronometry? No. That's close. It's uh, horology. Oh, I, horology. I know. Yeah, okay. horology. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Uh, it's like okay, how about maybe you got a sh- you got a shot at this one. Okay, where where were diamonds first discovered? In South Africa. You would think, but yeah. India. 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 Okay. Yeah. Uh, where 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 do most diamonds come from? South Africa, the, without the question. Oh uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about the uh, they've. <laughs> A lot of them. I mean, that's a. Hey, do you know where amber was first made? Oh, what what is amber made from? Do you know what amber is made from? Um, I I have known the answer to this question, but I uh, it's like a compressed. Uh, yeah. What is it? Fossilized tree resin. Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. yeah. That's, that's pretty yeah. good. I mean, you fossil. You were heading down there. I mean, yeah. I'm being nice on you now. Thank what, you. What, uh, what we're recording this interview right now in January. So what's the January birthstone? Do you know that? It's a garnet. A garnet. It's a garnet. Yeah. yeah. Garnet. There you go. Okay. okay. Well, I clearly didn't uh, you, win this uh, one. Yeah. You, no. Yeah. It's okay. Uh, Barbara Corbin. But I learned a lot. Uh, we we learned something. We learned, and we we always learn. Exactly. Hey, I always like to give everybody a chance for a shameless plug. Any kind of plug, more than just the plug about Chopar. What would you? Would you like to plug? You you guys do a lot of car events, don't you? Mm-hmm. And a lot of other things that you're doing. What what's something you'd like to tell people about? Is there mm. any kind of charity or thing like that that you want to talk about? I mean, there's that. The, the, that's the. In, I think that's one of the the things that makes this company so exciting. That there is so di- so many different areas where we are present. Um, but that also makes this question uh, a little harder to answer. It's hard. It's always uh, hard to answer. I like uh, that's why all my yeah. questions are hard. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, We'll come back to that. We're going to come yeah. back to that. Maybe, That's maybe all right. I actually like the fact that you don't have anything to plug because usually everybody's here plugging something, and you're just here to talk to me about stuff, and that's yeah. even better. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it's been. A, let me ask you a question as we wrap up. It's been a good year for you this year. Uh, lastly, uh, 2015. Yes, has yeah. been. A, it's been a good year. It was my first year on board with yeah. the company as the CEO for North America. So it was a challenging year, a very interesting and very exciting year. Um, and um, it, a lo- I had a lot of fun, uh, made changes to the organization. So in terms of business, yes, it was uh, it was not as good as we had hoped for. It's never uh, as good as we hope, is it? Well, I mean, it's uh, you know overall in, in the industry there there's you know there's a lot going on with with currency fluctuations around the world, and of course uh, what happened in Paris. Those are all elements that are. Yeah. That are that are typically have some effect on the luxury uh, on the luxury industry, and we've also felt that. But um, but but we've still been able to book growth, and 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 that's the most important thing. So um, and we have a lot of uh, uh, exciting uh, new projects uh, for this year um, online. We have a new boutique that we're opening later in the year, and um, there's there's a lot. Where of are you going to open that up? Can you that. tell us? 
uh, yes, we're going to open that in Brickell City Center in uh, in uh, in Miami. Oh wow! So it's a whole new development uh, uh, that is. Yeah, that's being a really nice. Yeah, yeah, really beautiful high-end place that's yeah. down there. So that's going to well, there's open a shameless Q4. plug right there. That's that's as shameless yeah. as you can get. Okay, that's all Good. right. There's nothing wrong with that. Good. Well, it's been a pleasure. I, I it's it's great to see you guys do what you're doing, and I know that with you at the helm, there's a lot more of it going on. Thank you, Jeff. Without question. I mean, I, I respect you. You've been a great marketer for a number of years, and especially in the luxury business. When I think about luxury, you're the first guy I've always called. That's great. That's so good to it's hear. good to see. Thank, Thank you, you very, very much. much, Jeffrey. Thank Cheers. you. Taking you behind the scenes of what's happening in the business world, Jeffrey Hazlett hosts All Business, brought to you by Fortinet. Hey, at the end of every single show, I like to sit down and think about the things that I've learned, and one word that wraps it up for me is listening to show parts about luxury and about luxury and whether you're in the luxury business or you're in any business one thing you can do is deliver an experience deliver a brand experience that people expect now you can you can advertise you can promote you can show it in all of the favorable light of what it's going to look like but in the end you've got to deliver on the promise that experience and that's what they do at Chopar which makes them so so far above everybody else that experience of the brand so that when you're walking it you feel it you not only feel it you feel like Chopar you feel special and that's what I learned right here on All Business with Jeffrey Hazlett. So don't forget, tune in and make sure to let your friends know and check us out and subscribe to the show. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.